Welcome to Healing the Human Spirit podcast. And today we have a wonderful guest, Miss Flicker Ron. And I will introduce you to her, but we're going to talk about the transformational power of sound and music, actually a book that Miss Ron recently wrote. So we'll get into that in a few minutes. But let me tell you a little bit about her. Flicka Ron is an internationally known vocalist, composer, and sound healer with a distinguished career in academia, teaching at a number of universities. She's a former associate professor of music at Texas A&M University Corpus Christi, where she taught for 22 years. She's also served on the faculties of Brandeis University in Boston, Massachusetts, the Boston Conservatory of Music, and the University of the Incarnate Word in San Antonio, Texas. She earned a bachelor's degree from Washington University in St. Louis, Missouri, a master's degree in vocal performance from Texas State University, and a master's degree in guidance and counseling from Texas A&M Kingsville. Since 2015, Ms. Ron has been practicing sound therapy at the Integrative Healing Institute in San Antonio. She's co-founder of the Transcendence Experience and co-creator of the Energy Tuner app. I must say that Ms. Ron is also a absolutely wonderful vocalist. She sung at major operatic roles throughout the United States. And among others, she's appeared at the Boston Lyric Opera, the New York Wagner Society, the Boston Concert Opera, the Minnesota Grand Opera, and the San Antonio Opera. So she's graced the stages of many, many wonderful venues. And to add to that, she's a person that I call friend. So welcome to Healing the Human podcast, Ms. Ron. Thank you so much, Vicki. I, um, I just uh, feel the same about you. We've been friends for a very long time. And uh, we've, um, we've had some really amazing adventures together. And uh, I would also like your audience to know that you and I first met when you came to me as a vocal student. Yes. And, and you wanted to uh, study the operatics uh, technique. And yes. um, so we did. And uh, we actually learned some very beautiful uh, arias from, well, uh, from uh, notable operas, one being La Boheme. And uh, you, um, you did it so beautifully. And uh, I love your voice. It's just, uh, it's, it has so much just beautiful warmth and depth. So yes, you're going to have to sing for your audience sometime, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, okay. So Challenge you, taken. I will do that. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You must do that. Uh, and you will hear in Vicki's voice um, 
the healing qualities that you hear in her speaking voice, but um, music has another um, another expansive depth to it. So mm -hmm. you add uh, Vicky's beautiful heart, and and that's webbed into her sound, and it's um, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to hear her. So that is how we know each other. And we've yes. stayed friends for, gosh, 20 years, hasn't it? Mm. Yeah, at least. I think so. Over 20 now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both look so young, don't we, Vicki? Yes, we do. <laughs> we look great. We look great. <laughs> So yes, that's how I know you, and it's um, it's it's an honor to be here with you. And um, uh, what I see is your passion um, and your love of um, of helping people and helping people understand that they are at their core whole and beautiful and yes. well. Yes, yes, yes. So speaking of that, I want to jump right in and start asking you some questions, especially about your work. You've been doing so much beautiful work for many years. And so I want to jump into talking about your book. Okay. Okay. And feel free to plug your book as much as you like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... Uh, that's not normally what I do, but I, I do encourage anybody who wants to take a, a deep, deep dive into why music is a healing modality, the reasons and the history and the research behind it. I've done that for you. Okay. So, um, yeah, so the book uh, really is it's it starts with really uh, my own journey as mm -hmm. a um as a musician and as a very young child and uh, being exposed to so much music. And um, then uh, after I retired, well, I go through my life and as I go through my life and my experiences, I bring forward a lot of um, uh, musical um, um, realities that um, probably are gonna connect with your audience if they love music. Mm -hmm. um, but I. I um I have always questioned is why is music healing? Mm -hmm. I mean that's just the basic question. Why? Why does mm -hmm. it do what it does? Yeah. And um so I started to uh, think about doing research uh, uh, on uh, the in music of the indigenous people from mm -hmm. all over the world mm -hmm. and also historically throughout. Uh, history going back to uh, Egypt and Greece and their healing temples. Uh, why, what did they use as healing music and why? Mm -hmm. And the bigger question for me was, why do they use it? Yes. Was there some elements that I was finding or that I could find that were common to everything? Mm -hmm. um, and I did find those elements. Yeah. So um, of what... Um, shaman and healers um, from uh, the beginning of time and uh, across our beautiful planet used uh, as healing techniques. Mm -hmm. and, and then I took those elements, so I described those elements in the book, um, and then I took those specific elements and I uh, wrapped them into three of my own uh, CDs, uh, co-composed with my 
with a keyboardist whose name is Daniel Wyman. Mm -hmm. And he and I talked a lot about what is healing music and how can we um, uh, explore that and present that in a way that that people could use this music to meditate or to just uh, feel calm play in the mm -hmm. car when you're in the middle of traffic mm -hmm. you know just everyday mm -hmm. use and um so it, it sounds uh, a lot like spa music if you have an idea what spa music sounds <laughs> like tempos are very slow yeah. um we use instruments that are very calming and um so um we find that, and I have found that that music is very helpful to people now in these extremely stressful times. Mm -hmm. So the book then goes through um, a lot of, uh, goes into crystal singing bowls and why those are so potent mm -hmm. as far as healing uh, instruments. Mm -hmm. It goes into the human voice mm -hmm. and what can, um, what can hold the healing nature of your own voice back and what uh, you can do to help that goes into toning. I talk a lot about toning and yes. how you can tone. Mm -hmm. And um, yes, uh, and I talk about the different musical keys, why those uh, have different effects on us, mm -hmm. uh, different intervals, harmonic mm -hmm. progressions. And then I also talk about a a uh, very, very, very important way of tuning uh, your instruments. Um, mm -hmm. I especially want to do a shout out to guitarists um, mm -hmm. because it's very easy to tune your instrument to um, a little bit uh, lower. It's almost like a quarter of a, a pitch lower so that your A would match 432 hertz. Mm. Not 440 hertz which all of our music is tuned to now that you hear on the radio mm -hmm. um, and um, so there's uh, there's some conspiracy theories around why that was changed because uh, during the period of Bach mm -hmm. and uh, Verdi the opera composer Verdi and Puccini mm -hmm. they, their orchestras were tuned to A at 432 hertz okay and it is easier for the human voice to sing um, uh, if, the, if the A that they're using in their music is 432 hertz. Hmm. Okay. Huh. Tell me more. So you're saying that it changed from 432? Changed to from 440. 440 uh, oh, to I'm 432. Well, okay. Let me, let me back that up again. Okay. okay. <laughs> the A, because I'm the A, right? Sure. Bef okay. Before World War II, now mm -hmm. this is pretty, this is fascinating. Okay. Yeah. Before World War II, music and orchestras were that some were different, of course, but mm -hmm. for, but for the majority, used um, the note A to be mm -hmm. tuned to four hundred and thirty-two hertz. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the note that's played at the beginning of, of a symphony orchestra. Everybody tunes off of a. that A. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so all of the notes are relative to that specific A mm -hmm. that the oboe that the oboe plays. Okay. And that and that now, after World War II, is 440 hertz. It used Ooh. to be 432 hertz. 
Okay. So many people, I included, mm-hmm. feel that that happened uh, in World War II, specifically encouraged by uh, Hitler's um, propaganda minister, Goebbels, who really? understood understood that um, the higher tuning 440 hertz Mm -hmm. made people feel a little more anxious, a little bit more on edge. And that's what Hitler wanted. He wanted the German people to not be um, compliant or satisfied. He wanted them kind of riled up because um, then he could lead them into war which he did. Um, oh, my goodness. So you listen, if you go to YouTube, you can listen mm-hmm. to a lot of examples of uh, music in 432 hertz as opposed to 440 hertz. Mm-hmm. And you, you will, number one, hear the difference because mm-hmm. the 432 sounds much more calming, more relaxing. It's easier to hear. It's mm-hmm. like your body accepts that. Yes. Okay. 40 hertz. Mm-hmm. Um, are you aware of the study called cymatics? No. Cymatics is the study of sound made visible. If you can wrap that around your head. Sound Whoa. made <laughs> visible. Uh-huh. And uh, it was actually um, discovered um, in... Um, in Germany by a German physicist um, who found that if he took a a viola um, Mm -hmm. um, bow and uh, rubbed it along a brass plate that he Mm -hmm. would see these beautiful uh, images look like mandalas show up Mm -hmm. on the brass plate which was sprinkled with sand. Mm -hmm. So the sand would move into these shapes. And so he started experimenting with different pitches. Mm -hmm. And uh, his name is Ernst Chladny. Okay. And so these are called Ernst Chladny um, Mm -hmm. um, symbols. Mm -hmm. And each of them represent a different pitch. And and that was um, expanded uh, in the 1950s by Hans Jenny. Mm -hmm. And then other people since him have shown these incredibly beautiful shapes uh, in Mm -hmm. um, particulate matter. That can either be sand on a brass sheet or Mm -hmm. particles in water that they introduce to different pitches so what mm-hmm. we see come forth are um uh designs and patterns and as i said look like mandalas and wow. um and then they start to uh, uh look very much like sacred geometry the mm-hmm. spiral shape that we see in mm-hmm. flowers and pine mm-hmm. cones and mm-hmm. galaxies and the iris of your eye mm-hmm. so um as, as you know, as, as being a minister in the beginning was the word, right? Mm-hmm. So, and the word was God. So mm-hmm. was God sound? You know, that's, mm-hmm. uh, of course, I believe that's true. But, um, yeah. In, uh, but so I think in lots of religious traditions and in their sacred texts, they talk about the beginning of creation and how sound was the inception of all creation. And, mm. um, so I talk a lot about that in the book, and I give a lot mm-hmm. of examples, a lot of pictures for you to see. Yes. Uh, 
so I, yes, I'm, I'm very excited about that. And people have really loved the book. Um, mm -hmm. I, I keep bringing my own life into it. So it's kind of like uh, an, uh, a biography of my journey. Mm -hmm. And then the last chapter is written by um, a dear friend of both of ours, mm -hmm. um, Tammy McCrary, mm -hmm. who has a lot of knowledge of about the uh, music business in Los Angeles. She mm -hmm. was a part of that for mm -hmm. many years. So she talks about uh, popular music and how um, sh she is encouraging young artists to understand that music is a, a powerful powerful way to to influence people and that can be uh, detrimental or positive yes 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 we were talking about um artists and uh and tammy says often artists are the cultural architects of society and so there's some responsibility with your artistry to you know convey things that you would like to convey to people to be helpful to them. And um, for you, I, I see that. And I've seen that in you from back when you were my voice teacher. And I remember one of the things you said back then is, is anyone can sing. Uh, and you said that in class. And I remember one student in particular really didn't think she had that great of a voice and she was really not wanting to sing because she just felt like she would sing out of tune and you said everyone can sing just haven't had the right teacher yet <laughs> and I I bring that story up because I remember the student uh -huh. and I do remember her at first singing off key because uh -huh. She apparently hadn't had the right teacher, but when you taught her, uh -huh. she sang on key and she had a beautiful voice in there that she didn't know she had. And that to me was just a testimony to, at that moment for me, healing through music, because even though I had been around music and been singing all my life and, you know, I would, I would, could say I bear, bore witness to the healing power of music. I didn't really resonate as much as in that moment, just seeing for her, how healing it was to her mm. to hear her own voice in a different way. And I thought that's really powerful. And then I started to have lots of realizations as a result of hanging around with you <laughs> during that time. I, I did things like I had this calm, soothing meditation music playing while I was do my paperwork in uh -huh. my psychology office. And I forgot to turn it off when I had a client come in. And I said, after a few minutes, I said, Oh, I'm sorry. I I'll turn that off. It's, you know, that's distracting. They were like, no, leave it on. It's great. <laughs> yeah. And I remember starting to have those discussions with you about music and, and its healing power. And so this is a question I want to ask you. It's about your CDs. So you used all of the things you've learned over the years, right? 
and you wrote it in your book. And then how did what you wrote move from that to your CDs? And how did you, let's see, how did the process come together of um, creating each CD? I would adore answering that question. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I had had some experiences of, uh, well, they were very spiritual, kind of out of body, um, very um, indescribable, uh, blissful experiences uh, mm-hmm. while I was in Mexico visiting mm-hmm. down there. And um, the uh, I had then the, the uh, idea or the inspiration to uh, write um, this, a, a CD or to compose a CD mm-hmm. uh, with my um, accompanist at that time, Daniel Wyman, mm-hmm. um, that would represent the energy of each of the chakras. So, um, and knowing um, at that time, I had done a great deal of study on what is the energy uh, uh, um, that is um, localized in each of these chakra points. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, your listeners may not know what they are, but everybody knows what it feels like when your heart opens. You know, Mm. when you see someone you love or you see little Mm -hmm. puppies or, you know, it can be anything, Mm -hmm. but -hmm. you know that feeling. It's a physical Mm -hmm. feeling. That's your heart chakra. That Mm -hmm. is your heart chakra. And um, the the chakra that if you're really, really frightened, that would be the solar plexus and that's in Mm -hmm. your stomach. So Mm -hmm. there are physical ways that we can identify where each of these chakras are. And very often they're not in balance with the rest of us. Like the the fear chakra may be just way too wide open. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of times people go to energy healers or sound healers like me to say, Mm -hmm. can you balance my chakras? Mm -hmm. So um, I, uh, Daniel and I had been doing a lot of improvisation together we would just uh, like jazz mm-hmm. and so we were pretty adept at that and I said why don't we apply that same way we we make music um, and uh, base it on the resonant pitches of each of the chakras starting mm-hmm. with the, the root chakra at the very bottom of the torso which mm-hmm. that the resonant pitch of that is uh, the note c Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um and so we did that and um we didn't write anything down we just went into the studio and it was all just flowed through us in the moment and we laid all eight tracks down in a day and a half nothing was, amazing nothing was nothing was written so wow yeah so we each of us go into kind of like a trance state we both Mm -hmm. know where it is and and we kind of meet there Mm -hmm. like most jazz musicians do Mm -hmm. and they they both hear each other before before the sound comes out it's Mm -hmm. a an incredible experience Mm -hmm. so uh then i went down to peru um for more adventures and Mm -hmm. i um, I got a lot of affirmation um, from some of the very wise shaman in Peru mm-hmm. that I was mm-hmm. doing the right thing and that this was valuable. Mm-hmm. So then I came back and then that is when I wrote the book. 
after my trip to Peru. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I got a lot of information that just flowed into my head at that time. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is in the book. Okay. Uh, I don't specifically say it was, but uh, 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 so as I was sitting and writing the book, uh, uh, the same thing would happen to me when I would improvise. Mm -hmm. I would go, I would go into that zone of just mm -hmm. letting it fly through my fingers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then after that, um, we, uh, Daniel and I decided we had another CD in us. Mm -hmm. So I said, let's honor our beautiful planet. And we wrote um, each of the tracks in, in the next CD, which is called um, Honoring the Elements, mm -hmm. Gaia, mm -hmm. Gaia, quote, Honoring the Elements, mm -hmm. um, oh, Hymns to Gaia. Uh, we, uh, we wrote about fire, water, love, ether, um, I, I can't think of anybody right off, but yeah, we wrote eight, eight of them. And so mm -hmm. each of them represents um, each of the different elements. And uh, we used uh, sounds of those elements. Um, like for earth, we used the real sounds of the earth from the NASA Voyager. And um, wow. yeah, and so, yeah, so it's, it's a beautiful CD. Then after the after that one had settled for about a year and a half, then uh, I kind of thought, okay, we got another one in this. We got to do another one. Mm -hmm. And by then, I had been thinking a great deal about um, what does this really mean? The emergence of the human spirit. What does mm -hmm. that really mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, as a psychologist, you know that the ego is is very webbed into sometimes false ideas of who we are yes yes so uh my goal was to present music that allowed people to go beyond the traumas and the um the traumas and dramas of of the ego and of their everyday life which mm -hmm. uh um at at this point, this was right before uh, COVID. Mm -hmm. um, it was, it, you, I could feel it gathering on the horizon. Mm -hmm. And I thought, we got to get this down now. Mm -hmm. So um, also at that time, there had been a, a great deal of talk about ascension and uh, in the kind of the, the spiritual community and what does ascension mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and how do we achieve that? And what, and ultimately what does this mean for the human species? Yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, after thinking a lot about it, uh, we, again, same process, we kind of outlined what we were going to do with each of the tracks mm -hmm. and, uh, we laid it down in, in just another day and a half. It was just, it, it usually, it was only one take that we would look at each other and we knew kind of what we were doing, but certainly the whole thing we didn't know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I, I actually love the last one. That's really my favorite. Although the chakra soundscapes is so calming and so peaceful. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> that ascension has uh, a, a different, a, a little bit different energy in it mm -hmm. and um, can uh, take people to, um, the, again, another place than mm -hmm. uh, that the chakra soundscapes takes them. So they're, they're all different journeys. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, what I'm doing now is using those 
some tracks from those CDs in doing sound baths. Oh. And I use, so that's live music, which of course we know has different effect on people than recorded music. Yes. So can you tell the listeners what a sound bath is just in case they don't know? Okay. So I got to tell you this, Vicki. So a friend <laughs> of mine, I did, a, I did a sound bath for my neighborhood here in Texas. And one of the girls came up to me, she said, and she's kind of crazy too, and very funny. So she said, well, you know, I'm trying to figure out if I should wear my pink bathing suit or my turquoise bathing suit. And I said, Lisa, you do not need a bathing suit for a sound bath. <laughs> So, no, it has nothing to do with water. <laughs> it is great. It was. She's funny. Oh, she's funny. Um, but it's about being submerged in sound. So you are, are really swimming in all of these frequencies and these vibrations. Mm -hmm. And it totally interpenetrates uh, your body and the water in your body. So it's a, it's a bath in that sense, but you have mm -hmm. inside your body. Mm -hmm. But a sound bath is a way to, um, uh, has lots of different effects on you. It affects you um, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. And um, most specifically, most people definitely um, uh, understand the entrainment process. Entrainment means your brain waves slow down because mm -hmm. the music is very slow mm -hmm. and you entrain to that, um, that very wide wave of sound. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and that can be very peaceful and very relaxing. And, um, and then other people, because of the cymatic effect of the sound causing uh, these very coherent geometric shapes in your body because your body is water. Mm -hmm. they, they start to see colors and geometry and all sorts of things. And then mm -hmm. other people say, well, my, my dead uncle came to me and we started talking. It, it's just, uh, mm -hmm. you know, because they go into kind of a trance state. Yes, yeah. Uh, it can be a lot of lot of things for people. And then physically, because the sound is so coherent, mm -hmm. um, if you have a place in your body that is holding tension or um, negative kind of energy, and we can talk about that if you want to, but mm -hmm. um, it interacts with that and it just releases it. So people will say, well, my arm started to shake, but then it then it quit and it was more relaxed. So wow. it's, anything can happen. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So and uh, after a sound bath, I generally let people just kind of rest in silence for maybe even five minutes. They don't want to come back. Yeah. They, they have been kind of out there in the ether, mm -hmm. just floating around in beautiful sound. And mm -hmm. um, it, is, it, is an, it is a truly an altered uh, reality experience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's what a sound bath is at least the ones I give not all of them uh, are you know are like that but the yeah. ones I do are mm -hmm. well that speaks to what you do and I think one of the reasons we are friends because we think about transformation it's not about um, just doing something because it seems good or sounds good it's for the purpose of helping to heal and helping people to transform their lives. 
moving out of, like you said earlier, or talked about earlier, moving away from that ego state, transforming that, you know, um, and I agree, we do similar work in that my goal is always to help people transform. That's why I'm doing this podcast (laughs) is Uh to really think about how we can transform our lives, how we can transcend that ego that we get stuck in, where we are stuck in whatever the pains are, the difficulties are, when there is so much more. We are so much more. I like to think about how yogis state we are spiritual beings on a human journey. And the work I do, the work you do, I think is to help us tap into that spiritual, more into the spiritual side of us to transcend. So I have a a last question for you as we wrap up. As you um, continue your work, do you see any, I don't know, what do you see in the future in terms of all the things you're working on Will you continue to do sound baths? Will you continue to do, um, I don't know, what else will you be doing? That's really what I want to know. <laughs> well, I, I've, I've been doing uh, um, sound baths actually uh, in uh, before COVID. Yeah. I think we are going to from now on say before COVID and after COVID. But before <laughs> yeah. COVID, I was I was traveling all over the world doing mm-hmm. these sound baths. Mm-hmm. And um I was reaching a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And then um it's been this year and a half near now nearly two years Mm -hmm. um, that we just everything came to a grinding halt and I Mm -hmm. certainly in my own life feel as though things are now opening up and uh, um, Mm -hmm. feel like there's some movement Um, Mm -hmm. but um, I want to uh, continue to do for as many people as I can to give them that experience and I I really love the live music Um, Mm -hmm. although I really like to urge your listeners to um, check out my CDs you can get them on iTunes or Spotify Mm -hmm. and the book is on Amazon maybe Vicki can link uh, on the bottom of this of the podcast information Mm -hmm. or go to my website Um, Which is, uh, go ahead and tell them your website. Oh, it's just my name, flickaron.com. All right. F L I C K A. R A H N. Yes. R A H N Ron. Flickaron.com. Um, and there's also a link there to um to my music in the book. So you can find it. Um but uh, that would be a first step is to, and this is what I say to, to I've been working now with people with PTSD and mm, some veteran mm-hmm. and veterans is mm-hmm. that it is so important to listen to this music, or if you don't like my music, I don't know how you can't not like it, but if you don't <laughs> like it, you've got to find something with an incredibly slow tempo with no words, mm-hmm. no words, because that, that mm-hmm. will uh, engage um, your your left brain you don't want your left brain engaged mm-hmm. when you were trying to find that place right right um but to listen every day for maybe 10 15 minutes so mm-hmm. that you start to track in new neural pathways mm-hmm. um, that are not reactive 
but um, they are, are reflective. So that has been very, very helpful to mm-hmm. people who have done that. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, also people say to me, a shaman in Mexico told me that that this music has an effect on your DNA. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know that. I, I All I'm telling you is what someone said and they mm-hmm. felt like the places in them that were broken quote unquote, mm-hmm. were knit together by mm-hmm. by that because there is so much love infused in in uh, the CDs and what we we laid down that that you will sense that love. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and I also want to do uh, with Tammy this uh, a, a project called the Transcendence Project, mm-hmm. um, which is um, uh, displaying colors, shapes, mandalas in a dome with this music played so that it is a totally immersive, sensory immersive experience. Mm. So that would be the place where people could understand that they are, they are, not, they are not their pain mm-hmm. they, and mm-hmm. that they can climb above it. Mm-hmm. You almost can, you almost can say, okay, I'm just, that is in the lower floors. I'm not going to live there anymore. Yeah. I'm going to go up two stories and live so I can have a beautiful view of the landscape. Because mm-hmm. 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 it is a choice. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a choice. And I understand some people it's very difficult. So that's why I say, get my music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. So plug one more time. Tell us the names of your CDs so we can listen on any of those uh, streaming services we have. Right. It, it's called Chakra Soundscapes, like a sound, like not like a landscape, a soundscape. <laughs> yes. Chakra Soundscapes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, uh, Hymns to Gaia, like a mm-hmm. hymn, like a mm-hmm. church hymn. Uh, that's also lovely. But then again, again, my favorite is the last one, which is called Ascension. Mm-hmm. And uh, the it's by, I'm going to have to spell this out, uh, the group uh, Daniel and I call ourselves the name. Now this is, let me do this really carefully. The yes. name of the sacred songs sung by the shaman in Peru for mm-hmm. their sacred ceremonies. And those are called Icaros, mm-hmm. I-C-A-R-O-S, not yes. Icaros, Icaros. So we are called the Icaros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can find us uh, that way. So, and uh, all our CDs are purple. So there's one has a jaguar on it and one has dna with a little guy like this (laughs) wonderful and before we end tell us one more time the name of your book so audience can purchase that as well if they like the transformational power of sound and music the transformational power of sound and music absolutely and i can say if you get the cds and or the book kind of recommend all of them but if you get Mm -hmm. the cds and or the book you will not regret it Mm -mm. you won't i'll give you your money back if you don't like it (laughs) (laughs) you heard it here folks (laughs) money back guarantee money back guarantee from the author (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.
and the creator. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to say thank you so much for spending this time with me and for spending this time with our listeners. Ms. Flickeron, a wonderful human being, a wonderful soul, and I can say a wonderful friend. Thank you for taking the time out to talk with us today. Absolutely delightful. My pleasure. Anytime, Vicki. Okay. I might have to have you come back then. Okay. <laughs> I'd love that. All right. Thanks so much. Okay. You're welcome, honey. Oh,